Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Freehouse. Get that pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Get the menu and more at thefreehousempls.com. Thanks, Freehouse. Hey, Lex and Dawn, I have a great idea for after the show. I think we should go to the Freehouse. Ooh, can we go? Because I'm starving. Jace, I'm thinking about what is that sandwich that you always talk about and love? Oh, the Roto Bird Baguette. I'm not kidding. I love that sandwich more than anything. It is comfort food at its best. It is Roto Chicken. I love that. Basil mayo, Swiss cheese, arugula on a baguette, and you get some fries. Now, I would get the truffle fries, but as you say, Lex, you do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get that. Yum. Jason, I need some comfort food, too. What do you have for me? Okay, let's see here, Don. I would do for you perhaps the Nashville fried chicken sandwich. Yeehaw! Um, thank you for that. I love that, Don. Little mini pearl up on her. <laughs> uh, maybe a Parmesan crusted grilled cheese. Are we getting warm, Don? Oh yeah, I love it. Okay, and Lex, I'm gonna get you one more thing because I yeah, really I need another entree. Another? <laughs> you need another entree? I'm hungry. You are hungry. How about I hook you up with some steak and pierogies? Yum. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> you, are so you are so hungry. You are so hungry. You just gave morsels. me yum. Yeah, the beautiful morsels at the Freehouse. And don't forget, guys, the Freehouse makes it so easy. They are open for curbside pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Go to FreehouseMPLS.com for the menu and more information. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Everything. Not today, Satan. Not today. Mm-mm. No, I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny kicking off a brand new week post Thanksgiving. Your bellies are full with stuffing, green bean casserole, mm-hmm. and that cranberry crap. Thank you for Yum. being here. Mm-hmm. And leftovers. You guys still have leftovers, or did you kill uh-huh. them over the weekend? Ooh. Dawn, do you still have leftovers? I took them. So I ate. Thanksgiving for four days. <laughs> yes. Nice. And then I took the rest and then I made little, I got some Tupperware and I made little Thanksgiving packs. So I wrapped yes. it all up. So I have three containers I put in the freezer Smart. just for a, a nice, you know, a nice wintry January Mix. or something. Oh, comfort you know? yeah. meal. Yeah. Lex, do you have any left? No, we, we, Nope, all gone. <laughs> we ate them all yesterday. <laughs> There's mm, mm, mm. Mm-mm, okay, nope. No, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny, do you have any left? A little bit of white meat, a little bit of dark meat, but everything else is gone. Yeah. yeah. We had um, 
we ate uh, another leftover meal last night, and uh, we had two. We had a lot of leftovers because Saturday. Um, on Small Business Saturday, I, I helped my buddies over there at Smack Shack. Um, a lot of restaurants are doing this. Gavin Kaysen's doing this. Um, uh, Smack is doing it where they do these, kind of like what Dawn does, these online cooking classes. So to help bring in revenue during this four-week closure, restaurants are selling, uh, like uh, my talk partner, Red Cow and Red Rabbit. They sell these kits, and then you go home, you log on for a Facebook Live event, and the chef at that restaurant teaches you how to make the food at home. That's so, so cool. Yeah, and so I, uh, I was helping my friends over there do the production of the, um, of the, of the meal kit uh, of the cooking show, which was a blast. Lex, you know how much I like doing that kind of thing. So yeah. I, w- I was doing that and took home some jambalaya. So we had leftover. Uh, we, it was like a leftover palooza yesterday. Yum. We had leftover jambalaya. And then for dinner, we had our final Thanksgiving uh, uh, leftovers. And... Um, Got some white meat, had some fresh kern that we shucked over the summer. And I really do mean that. Uh, Colin and I helped shuck the corn. <laughs> um, and uh, some stuffing. And uh, yeah, so last night so was fresh. it. We yeah. ate, yeah, we ate through all the leftovers yesterday. So it was leftover Sunday. It felt good to get all that out of the refrigerator. So yeah, now no we're cooking. No more cooking. Yeah, I know. I know. Or didn't but have it, to cook. You know what I mean? No, no more. Yeah, no more free pass for cooking. Free pass for cooking. It was fantastic. It was like, oh, don't have to worry about a meal. That dreaded question of. No, um, no. The dreaded <laughs> question. Your most hated question oh, from Colin. God, I just what hate it. What are you going to eat? What are you thinking for dinner tonight? What are you thinking for dinner? I don't know. Just, just <laughs> anything. Possum. I don't know. Call my nephew Carter. See if he can make some squirrel. Wow. We're exactly alike in that respect. Boy. Really? Uh, Do you hate that question, too? Yes, I just hate it. I know. And my best friend Jen's the same way. It's just... And I th- and she put it really well. She she is in she runs a PR company and and then she's my partner with uh, the restaurant. But she gets asked four million questions a day. So she said, "When I get to the end of the day, the last thing I want is to be asked another question." So like when her husband goes, well, "What do you want for dinner?" She's like, "Oh God, can't you just? I don't care, whatever." And I kind of feel the same way that. I get to the end of the day and I don't want to talk and I really I don't want to make another decision. Yeah, you know, I, I don't totally want to get I, that. I, yeah, sure. we all everyone on the show can relate. It's like I don't want to make another decision. So we didn't have to do that for several days because it was right there Isn't in the refrigerator. It great? Oh, I just oh, love it. Even better. Oh. It did, Lex. Oh, Yum. just leftover, and I made. Um, I made Patty LaBelle's. My contribution was I made Patty LaBelle's over the rainbow mac and cheese. So that was that's what that's what Jason made. So we had a we had a whole bunch of that because uh, I made a big old pan of it. Nice. How many and, pe- types of cheese are, is in that? Uh, okay, one, two, three, four, five, five. Really? Five cheeses? Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, it's Velveeta. That's the secret. It's oh. Vel it's Velveeta. Oh, it's nectar of the gods. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I change her recipe a little bit. 
Um, and I use the Washington Post cooking uh, lady did uh, kind of a takeoff of Patty LaBelle's, and I and I really like that because I like a sharper cheese. But anyway, it is um, Monterey Jack. It is Parmesan, Parmesan, sharp cheddar, Munster, and Velveeta, and oh, a little no. bit of mild cheddar as well. And uh, yeah. And then it's a half yeah. and half and an egg. <laughs> it's so not healthy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's so bad. It's like 8 million calories a spoonful, but it doesn't really matter. Um, it's so good. Oh, it I'm is. I'm going to try that one next year or sometime elects. this year because, yeah, we, we oh. determined we can make this food anytime we want. Yeah. That's the best Do- part about this. Lex, I, I, would... I made it, but with just um, cheddar and Gruyere cheese. And that was oh, that's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend anyone that wants to make the Patty LaBelle over the rainbow mac and cheese. I would get the Washington Post version um, mm, because it has okay. a little kick to it. They add a little red pepper flakes. It's a little more flavorful, a little not that Patty's isn't, but it has a little more kick to it. And I and, it, and it's a, if you like sharper cheeses, then I would do that version of Patty's. Um, cause it does, it has, I like a sharper cheese. Mm. So I use way more sharp cheddar than I do mild. So, oh, it was so good. So, oh. so good. Yeah. Ooh, I'm linking that right now to our show page. Oh, perfect. Are interested. I mean, we have food and wine, wine on our show page links today. Wow. Seriously. We got it all. Well, I got it. Well, let's continue this. Well, we have, we got to give away another uh, $100. And then on the other end of it, I meant to do this during our food talk at six. Andrew Zimmern came on my show, uh, the talk show on f- and Wednesday and dropped a turkey knowledge bomb that I got emails about all holiday weekend. Ooh. It was, you know, every show does turkey, turkey hacks. This was one of the first turkey hacks that actually seemed useful to me. <laughs> turkey hacks. I'll, I'll tell you Stop what it, it. was. <laughs> turkey. I'll tell you what it was when we come back. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. Here's one from listener Linda. Why did the pilgrim's pants always fall down? Because they wore their belt buckles on their hats. This has been a dad joke. It's very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. That was the last joke. time we could play that this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, Kenny? That was a joke. That was. I right. think it was small J. Small J. <laughs> small J joke. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one everything entertainment, everything kind of a joke. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and... Lex, are kidding. you giving me the finger right now? I, I feel the, I feel the double finger birds, coming. Double yeah, that's, that's what I thought. That, uh, that silence Dude. usually means I'm, I'm getting the finger. Are you, Kenny, are you sensing that through the internet? I, I, are you, I are can't you, really defend yeah. that one. I, I, it's, you know, it, the whole point is you just smile a little, right? It's a little chuckle. Well, try harder. Maybe. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, now, I am see, getting I the see, finger again. I feel yeah, it again. I see, it. I see it the is. finger, Kenny. I, I want to know it's... this turkey trick. Well, first, though, I set my alarm, and the first time I set my alarm and I don't need it, 
There's my alarm to tell me that Don McLean oh. needs to. Li- yeah, I should. Right. I set right. an alarm for myself. It's time for another one hundred dollar winner, everyone. Yes, it is. <laughs> I hate this year. Here. Year. We want you to live for free for the rest of 2020, at least. Uh, we have Mary Margaret Duffy from Minneapolis is this hour's name. Mary Margaret Duffy. Call us back, 651-641-1071 in the next 10 minutes. And if you do, you win $100, and you're entered to win the grand prize of $10,000. 651-641-1071. Mary Margaret Duffy. There we go. Ten. You have uh, ten minutes to call. So there we go. Good luck. Mary Margaret Duffy. We love the three namers. We yes, love those. we do. Oh, my That's gosh. Right. And uh, your alarm went off. You know, Dallas theme song. Yeah. Uh, today we have so much. But sometime this week, yeah. I found a journal that I kept when we were in Dallas for the premiere. Oh. Oh, wow. Seriously? Of the reboot on TNT. Yes. And <gasps> it is hilarious. Oh, the my God. I thought to, you know, just captivate or capture. Dallas Diaries. We need yeah. to do that this week. Let's do that All later right. this week. Okay. okay. Deal. Um, so Andrew Zimmern was on my show on, on Wednesday and... Like I made fun of every show, uh, every morning show, every chat show, everyone before Thanksgiving does, you know, turkey tips and how to make your turkeys better. And everybody does that. And most of the time, the tips are are crap or you already know it or it's just stupid or no one's ever going to do that. Andrew gave us a tip that I thought, oh, my goodness, that was actually practical. And here it is. So I guess when you're roasting a full turkey, um, because the white meat is at the top, the, the, the white meat obviously cooks first and dries out because then the dark meat at the bottom when you're roasting a full turkey takes way longer to get to uh, a done uh, temperature. Yeah. Well, An- well, Andrew said what you do is you rest the bird in a shallow pan of water, like hot water, for 15 minutes. And that starts the cooking process of the bottom of the bird. It starts the cooking process of the dark meat. So then, after the 15 minutes, you put the whole bird in the oven, and the cooking time is more balanced. So when you pull, so when the white meat is done, the dark meat will be done. As well, and you're not overcooking the white meat to get the dark meat done. The dark meat is, has caught up to the cooking time of the top of the bird, the white meat. Oh, so it's not dried out. No. If you like the white meat. Because you're already starting to cook the dark meat. So you're not having... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. ...to leave the bird in extra long to get the dark meat done at the bottom, which then in turn dries out the top of the bird, which is what? The white meat. 
So you start already cooking the, the, the dark meat by setting it in that shallow pool of, of hot water. Mm. I got so many emails about this. On Thanksgiving, people tried it. They said it worked. They're never going to make another ro- They're never going to make a full bird any other way again. And I just thought it was very practical. So you can see the full segment on the Jason Show Facebook page. But it was, I'm not kidding. I must have gotten... 10, 11 emails, which is a lot for, you know, people going, I tried this. So, yeah, it was was real practical, everybody. Real practical. Dawn? Yes. I see the phone line vibrating. (gasps) Yes, we have Mary Margaret Duffy on the phone with us right now. Hi. (gasps) Hi. Congratulations. Jason, pretty excited. Just woke up, so a little tired, but very excited. Oh. oh, so you heard it live. You, No one had to call you? You heard the, your name live? Um, No, my sister called me. Are you going to give her $25? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Great. Now, now, Mary Mark, we we are legally required to ask you this if because you're you're going into the pool to possibly win ten thousand dollars. If you win the ten thousand dollars, will any of that money go to Kenny? Um, again, I like Kenny, but I'm just not sure about that. Okay, that's fine. I mean, honesty is the best policy. We respect we respect that. We respect that, but we just have to ask. What will you do with the money? If I have $10,000, I honestly have no idea. Maybe, I don't know. I, I can't even think about it. I'm, I'm poor, so this is exciting for me. I'm, I love you. I do. I want you to win just because I want to hear your answers when we finally do tell you. It's going to be great. Well, all I need is your warmest, all I need is your warmest personal regards, and I'll be happy. You can have that, Kenny. Okay. Oh. Thank you. Thank well, you. you hold on just a second. Don't hang up. Dawn has to get your information. She'll be with you in just a second. So there we go. Another winner coming up in our next hour uh, and all throughout the broadcast day. Again, we're giving $100. And then I believe on December 3rd, it's the grand finale. We will pull right here on this show the $10,000 winner. And again, you're under no obligation if you are that winner to give any money to Kenny. But if you would like to, well, there's that too. Yeah, right. So, but yeah, no. you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When we come back, there's so much TV to talk about. I mean, so much. We've got to talk about uh, uh, the G- GBBO, the Great British Bake Off finale. Yes. We have to talk about Mandalorian. We now know the name of Baby Yoda. We have to talk about that. So stay right there. We'll get to all of that when we return. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Let's go. Let's look at the show. Oh, I hate to interrupt Terry Connick Jr. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs here. Sleigh Ride. Yeah, it's a it's a great album, by the way, everyone. If you want a good holiday album, Harry Connick Jr.'s, and then Kelly Clarkson's from a few years ago, just a couple years ago. That's such a great Christmas album. Oh, is it good? Almost every track on that is a winner. Speaking of a speaking of winner, all of you are winners. All of you. You're listening to Jason and Alexis in the morning on my time yes. seven one. Thank you. Thank you. Win you. And you win. That's right. All of you do. Okay, let's talk TV now. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of TV to talk about. 
and there's some spoilers abound. So we're gonna here is a blanket spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We're specifically gonna talk Mandalorian and Great British Bake Off. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Alexis's choice, not Sophie's choice. Alexis's choice. Would you like to begin with Mando or Great British Bake Off? Let's talk Great British Bake Off first. Okay. Uh, Again, spoiler alert, everybody. We're getting ready to talk about the finale. We're getting ready to talk about who won. We don't want to ruin your day. Thank you. Um, It was down to David, Laura, and little Peter. Little Peter. (laughs) (laughs) The youngest contestant on the Uh, show. Okay. Um, Lex, please begin. Give talk to me. Talk to us. What are your thoughts? How are you feeling? What, where where are you in the process of processing? Where what uh, are you, what's, what are you feeling? Yeah, the right person won. I think that we've been a fan of again. Spoiler alert, baby face Peter. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, f- from the get go. So now he's not only the youngest contestant, but he's the youngest winner. Yeah. Of the show, which is great. His tower of treats looked divine. Now, I know each of them had, none of them were a home run, especially not Laura. I mean, Laura, whoa, she had a lot of issues in the last few episodes. Um, but Dave, I mean, he really pulled it out in the end, didn't he? Very close. Wow. The judges, The judges said it was like it went down to crusts and flakiness of, of certain things. I mean, it was razor thin margin. Yeah, so that Tower of Treats at the end, mm, all looked delicious. Uh, someone I I hope doesn't come back next year is the new host, Matt. Oh. I find him to be so very annoying <laughs> uh, that I'm every time he tries to make jokes or something, or it's, he's trying too hard. Yes, and he is. I, I don't know anything about him before, so I know he's a comedian, and maybe he's really fun doing a stand-up and everything, but this just does not seem like the right fit, especially with Noel, who we love, or I love, I should say. Yes. I don't know about you guys. Um, so there's that. But other than that, I thought it was a great episode. It was a fun finale for kind of a eh season. I mean, remember, they couldn't make brownies. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I'll, I'll go last. Uh, our, our in-house baker extraordinaire, yeah. Dawn McLean, mm, yeah. your thoughts, your, your perception. You know what? I just, I really do feel like the best person won for sure. You know, he has been consistent all the way through. I thought it was a really sweet montage they played at the end of him yeah. since yeah. he's been 12. Watching the, sh- the season three was his favorite season. Um, he started to bake and... Uh, you know, even though he is so young, he's far beyond the other bakers in the tent. Just his precision, you know, he really stuck to his recipes. He um, he was just very one of those precise bakers who wasn't all over the place. And you felt comfortable like you would feel comfortable hiring him to. Uh, even you could even time him and he would do a, a great job. He was good with timing. He knows yeah. his flavors. He knows the basics. And a yep. lot of these bakers, it's always so shocking to me. And even previous bakers that do podcasts will say, you don't know how to make a creme pat. Like, or you don't know how you've never made shoe pastry. Like, you should by now research all this stuff, watch every season and know what the basics are of baking. So he had that. Um, and you know, if you don't like coffee, 
at least know how to make it <laughs> before Thank you. you go into a challenge. Yes. I mean, yeah. Because that was one of the things that happened is that, um, you know, they had a challenge where they had to work coffee into it. And Laura hates coffee. I get it. Uh, my boyfriend, MC, hates coffee. He doesn't like it. But if you're baking, you need to at least know how to make it because she had this critical error where she didn't even know what to do with the beans. She just soaked the beans in the cream. And it's like, that's not going to work. You have to make coffee and and then put that coffee or at least make a reduction out of it and put it in in your bake. But it just kind of was surprising. And of course, super messy again. Um, I hate to I don't want to go off on Laura, but. You know what? I think she did as best as she could do at the level that she was at. You know what I mean? And then David tried so hard, but his final bake was basically very ambitious. He took everything that he did wrong in the season and all the marks that that he was marked down on. and, And he worked those into one bake, which is really, really cool. But at least give yourself something that you know how to do. Yeah, which I really believe we well. had a Victoria Sponge in there at the bottom, so that's good. But still, that was like, wow, you're taking a huge risk there, and it didn't work out for him in the end. Yeah, great, great British Bake Off. The finale is what we're talking about. Here is the moment again. Spoiler alert, everyone. Here is the moment. <laughs> Peter won, and I'll give you my thoughts on the other side. Congratulations on reaching the final usually you'd be here with your family but this year you're here with a different kind of family the amazing bubble who came together to make this show and i would just like to say a huge thank you to everybody who worked on it and in particular to the medics to the cleaning team and to all the staff here at the hotel who've looked after us thank you so much a cool moment because yeah it's usually filled with family if you don't watch the show for the finale So, it's time to find out who has won, and the judges have said it was the closest final they've ever had and the hardest decision they've ever had to make. (laughs) Okay, the winner is... Peter. Little Peter, um, I'm with Dawn. I don't want to pile on Laura, but I'm, I have to be honest, too. Disaster. Disaster. Um, this finale, like right away, the first challenge, I mean, her custard didn't set. Disaster. I mean, she stuck her head in a freezer and was crying. Disaster. I mean, it was just like right away, I thought, oh, my goodness. And and Collins even Collins going. How did she even get in the finale? Now, I know that her her stuff tasted good. That is why she was in the finale. Yes. She is a great baker. And again, to defend her, as I'm criticizing the finale, but to defend her, as Paul Hollywood say said, we as the viewer, we don't get to taste this stuff. So yes, we see that she's messy, and yes, we see her crying with her head in an ice box, but. <laughs> She's there for a reason. Paul and Prue, obviously, and Paul and Prue said as much, even in the finale. Her stuff, her baked goods are delicious. They're just, it's a disaster getting there. And her execution is awful. 
I mean, it's just, it looks like something out of nailed it sometimes. I mean, that's what I, I'm not kidding. I mean, that custard thing, her first challenge, I, I was, I was waiting for what's her name, the host of Nailed It to walk in, you know, with the French yeah. judge. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just like in the, in the cute floor director. I was just like, come on, where it's, it's just oh, wrong Netflix show. Um, I'm so glad Peter won. I like David. I would have liked David to have won too. Uh, just anybody but Laura. Hell, I would have liked Betty Crocker to win. Anybody but Laura. <laughs> um, it, it, it went to the right person. And he was so grateful. And you always like to see that in a winner. You always yes. like to see that. It really meant a lot to him. It wasn't one of those things where, oh, thanks. And then they go off. And like Dawn said, or Lex said, there was a great montage. And it, it just showed um, how long he's wanted this. And, uh, you know, he got, I was just, as we played that clip, he got yeah. teary eyed. He got teary eyed. He got teary eyed even before Noel said his name. It just yeah. all meant, he appreciated the experience, which again, it is so endearing when you're watching these shows. It endeared me to him. So and it's just, he also said too that it was, it was very emotional too because it was such a weird season. They were all quarantining together. Yeah. So at the end, it really, was extra special too and it was so funny my favorite part about these finales or when they do like kind of the three months later kind of thing like what are they doing now and his flatmates had no idea he was even competing no. yeah <laughs> so i was just gonna say they did not know he was in it which i don't know what he said and why he was gone for so long because they couldn't come home this time yeah but yeah i mean and then they had to keep the secret for six months so It'd be, like really cool. It'd be like if Dawn. It'd be like if Dawn was uh, on Great and Lex and I just found out in the 740 block. Dawn's yeah. like, "Oh, by the way, girl, I was on Great British Bake Off the new season." We're like, <laughs> yeah, "What?" It starts tonight. Oh, that's that's tonight. Right. where you were in July. Um, exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. When we when we come back. When we come back. Yes. 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 Baby Yoda has a name. <laughs> we will discuss uh. when we return. Now, it's time for one of the dumbest answers in game show history. A vegetable you marinate. Grapes. <laughs> this has been the dumbest answers in game show history. Back to you, Jason. That's right. You always have to marinate those grapes. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. The force is with us. From Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. The mm -hmm. force is with us this morning as we get ready to talk about the Mandalorian. Again, spoiler alert, everyone. Use the force, Luke. We will. My name is Jason, though. Uh, so there is a spoiler alert. We're talking about the new episode of The Mandalorian. Even if you don't watch, though, do not turn the dial because something big happened in just pop culture. You've heard about Baby Yoda. Uh, he's been in the uh, pop culture zeitgeist for almost a year now. Um, people call them Baby Yoda because he looks like a Baby Yoda. People Fair call species, him yep. the child. That's really technically what the show called him uh, in like uh, toys and in and, and credits and stuff. The child. Well, that all changed in this episode because um, the Mandalorian found another Jedi, a hugely popular character. Um, yes. Yeah. Ashoka. Ashoka Tano uh, uh, is another Jedi. And she was able to read Baby Yoda's mind. 
And using doing, the force. Using the force. And in doing that, she found out his real name. And here is that scene uh, yes. from The Mandalorian. Here we go. In a way, Grogu and I can feel each other's thoughts. Grogu? Yes. That's his name. Grogu. <laughs> That's his name, Grogu. Grogu. Grogu is his Madison. name. Is Tano, if you recognize the voice. Do you guys love it? I heard there's outrage. Oh. Yeah, Ahsoka. I said it. So, yeah, Ahsoka. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't want to. Uh, it's like rinse and repeat. The nerds drive yeah. me. The Star Wars nerds kill me sometimes. I mean, again, there was a trending thread over the weekend. They're bitching about Rise of Skywalker again. And I'm like, the movie's oh. a year old. Stop <laughs> it. Right. But now people are outraged. Vulture.com had a, an article that said, Baby Yoda has a name and you're not going to like it. Yeah. Uh, look, there's a lot of decisions in the Star Wars universe that I do not agree with. But... I don't know. I really like Grogu. Colin and I were saying it all. Old. We kept calling Biggie Grogu because Biggie oh. looks like Baby Yoda. Um, so we kept going, come here, Grogu. And I thought, well, Yoda is a weird name. I'm sure people bitched about that in 1980. You cannot. You could name yeah. him anything and they would hate it. Because yes. people want to hate things right now. That's yes. the trend. What they really hate is the pandemic and what's happening in our world so that they throw hate everywhere else, too. It's coming yeah. out sideways. Come on, yeah. man. It's They're taking cute. it out on Grogu. Can you imagine in 1985 if this series was out and everybody loved it and then his name was Grogu then, people would be like, Grogu! Everyone would love yeah. it. Yes. It's just, I don't know what it is about this time in our lives, but people love to hate things. Don, I think you nailed it, though. I think that theory that covers everything, I think you're so right. People are so miserable that their hate is coming coming out north, south, east, and west. And Grogu. And it's Don, their attack. I loved like, it. Nothing, nothing makes me happier than hate. <laughs> See, it's a bunch of Kennys out there. Come on, some people were some people were comparing it to Gogurt. You know, it's oh. like oh, sh- Lex, do you like it? Oh, you got she revealed the name, and both Angel and I went, oh, Gogu. Yes, we loved it. And you're right; we kept saying it over and over again. Now, Angel has deep been doing deep dives into the Star Wars un- Star Wars universe, so he was like, oh. Yeah, because when Tano came through, she was like, oh, the, the Clone Wars and Rebels. And mm-hmm. I'm oh. like, I need to watch that animated series it's now. It's so it's good. Like the list is getting longer. But but then I mean, you don't need, if you're not watching or you didn't like see that, you'll still feel you know part of it. But I'm sure there's a lot of extra that Girl. if you've watched it, you're like, yes, this is great. I just felt this is one of the best episodes ever in both seasons. Because mm-hmm. oh. so much great stuff happened. There's Ahsoka a trajectory. You know where we're going. Yes. Oh, oh, I want great. her lightsabers. I want both. Uh, and, and they're going to be sold out by the time I get to Hollywood Studios uh, in oh, December. Are they available? Yes! I didn't see that. Oh, yes! like that. I mean, that would be a no-brainer. Yeah, I want those so bad. And Colin goes, what, so you can add them to the collection? I go, yes, and I don't need that right now. But yes, I want them. But 
Oh, she was great. The story was great. It was like an old, I don't know, it was like an old samurai movie, which I'm sure was the inspiration. And the the it just was shot beautifully. And again, Grogu and I don't know. I I loved the whole thing. It made me. I, it was very unexpected. Happy. We didn't know yes. we were gonna. It, there were no teasers. That's what I love is that where you're just sitting there watching it, loving the episode anyway, uh, just because of all the cool fights and, and we finally meet her. It's just it, and it was so cool to just have her just say his name and then he responds to it. You're like, oh, that is his name. Oh, I love it. Oh. I know, and she he kept looking at her. Ever you heard his little noise, everyone? If I when I played that clip, he goes, "Huh?" This is the little baby <laughs> yeah. noises. He's like, "Yeah, bitch, that's my name." What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my name. Why have you been calling? Haven't been calling me Grogu the whole time. <laughs> oh, he's so adorable. Oh, and it, lo- cute and it looks like the adventure continues, like because mm-hmm. Ahsoka won't train him. So they have to go find another Jedi who could be another hugely popular character from the animated series. It could be Ezra, who people love from uh, Rebels. Mm. Um, people are thinking that, or, yeah, I think it was Rebels. Um, yeah, Rebels was what it, well, Ezra's yeah. from. And there's so much more just to think about, well, maybe Mandalorian will end up having to do it, but that we've learned more about Grogu about how he's had to, he's learned to suppress his powers in order to survive. Can you uh-huh. imagine what he can do when he unleashes that and understands oh. it more? And, you know, there's just more context to, you know, where this character comes from and that he was stolen and hidden and, oh, uh, I don't man, know. I... I cannot wait to, to see where they're going with this. I know, and it just—it was just a good episode. It was just good, just good television. Mm-hmm. And like you guys said, it was just, just entertaining. It's just—it's a great. It's uh, you know I know again because the nerds are arguing again with each other. I, I I know the the films have divided people, but wow, uh, you can't. Nobody can say that Lucasfilm has has failed with Star Wars in the TV arena. I mean, they're really doing it right. Uh, the, the the animated series are great. And can I recommend, too, as we get ready to go to break, the Star Wars Lego holiday special that debuted on Disney Plus is damn funny. Really? Oh, my goodness. Colin laughed out loud. And, you know, he only laughs out loud 13 times a year. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Laughed, That's a big deal. <laughs> laughed out loud. It's very funny Cute. and very well done. And that debuted uh, within the last few weeks, too, um, okay. on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, in the grand tradition of Alexis Kabubowicz-Thompson, I have a 10-year-old movie review, or actually about a 7-year-old <laughs> movie review. Nice. Plus, speaking of movie reviews, Alexis has her forced movie review. Or is it? Yeah. Yeah, hush. (laughs) It's an hour. It's an hour of movies when we come back. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.